Welcome to Alive and Active Life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. You've experienced this, and so have I. You reach to someone in friendship, but there's no reach back. Most of the time, that's okay. But sometimes, when your heart is more deeply invested in a person, it's painful when they don't want to be a friend back. You just have to accept it. I think there are practical takeaways from this scenario as we consider our relationship with God. But let's just take a moment to reflect. Who are a couple of your closest friends? Why do you connect well with them? What do you like about the reciprocation of your friendship? Is there a person in your life you wish you could have connected with, but it didn't work out? Why do you suspect some friendships never develop? What happens in your heart as you accept the sad reality it isn't happening? Let's talk about factors of a friend. Have you considered critical factors involved to be a friend back to someone? Let's look at a list. And of course, you can add your own. But there are about seven things I'd like to explore together with you. First of all, this person is authentically themselves, comfortable in their own skin. Second, your friend is unique and loves being so. Third, they care about you genuinely, asking about you, checking in with you, wanting to hear from you. Fourth, your friend wants to hear from your heart, your feelings, thoughts, and ideas. Fifth, you enjoy the creative ways this person interacts with you. Sixth, they care about things that really matter to you personally and broadly in the world. And then the seventh thing, this person works hard to be the best person they can be, and they admit when they're wrong or need to grow. Those are things you appreciate in another person and how they interact with you. Now, a question for you. Are you investing in this manner in your special relationships? Are you working diligently to be a friend back? It's reasonable and possible to contemplate relationships with other people, but it's harder to pensively explore relationship with God. Generally, most people know what God has said, promises that He's made, as well as commands and principles that He's put into place. But what about the somewhat mysterious nature of deep, rich connection with God and you? Do you ever think about that? Additionally, have you pondered what kind of person you need or want to be as a friend to God? I suppose the first place to begin is this. God has sincerely invited you to be His friend. He authentically, yet quite simply, declares His desire in John 15, verse 15. I no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends, for 
Everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. This verse deserves some exploration. Did you know that this is God's intention between you and him? Do you believe God wants to be your friend? And even more critical to answer, do you want to be a friend back to God? We are all servants of God. Scripture makes that clear in many places. But Jesus adds an incredible element to the relationship between God and man. Friendship. And he calls you his treasured child. No longer does he call you a servant. He desires to share his heart with you. He also wants to share his plans and methods with you. And even more incredible, he wants to share his very life with you forever. So what do you say in return? Have you wrestled with this reality? Have you honestly considered being a friend back to God? And if so, have you also considered how that should impact your thoughts, words, attitudes, actions, your very life? Scripture names several of God's dear friends. If you've spent time in His Word, you've read about those folks. An example of a friend of God was in a recent episode, Accomplish Your Purpose, Helpful Steps. Enoch walked with God in friendship. Another example is Abraham. James 2.23 says, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness, and he was called God's friend. God's friend. That is so awesome. Wouldn't you love that to be true of your life? Well, it can be, and that's where this content is headed. Let's look at an informative scripture passage for practical action steps to be a friend back to God. Psalms 105 verses 3 through 5 is one of my favorite instructional passages. I've committed it to memory and received much guidance in my attempts to be a friend back to God. Let me share it with you. Glory in His holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Look to the Lord and His strength. Seek His face always. Remember the wonders He has done, His miracles, and the judgments He pronounced. Well, now we need to weigh in on each phrase of this passage. It's exciting. I'll use questions and observations as we dig into each one. The first phrase was glory in His holy name. As you start each day, do you glory in God's holy name? Literally, wallow in it? Is there reverence in your heart as you approach daily challenges, work in your career, and interact with your family and friends? Do you park in God's glory with eager expectation? All right, the second phrase. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Did you know by choosing to rejoice in the Lord proves you mean business about seeking Him? How often Scripture commands to give thanks, rejoice, be grateful, 
This condition of your heart is necessary if you're going to pursue God back. Have you remembered that He first pursued you? The third phrase, look to the Lord and His strength. You surely must have days like me. You feel tired, worn out, sometimes beaten down. Just plain old done. Yes, this is the human experience over time in our fallen, broken world. And this is exactly when to look directly to the Lord. Plus, look directly to His strength. Ask Him for more of Him and more of His strength. Wherever you are in life, He invites you to do this. The fourth phrase, seek His face always. This phrase has been a favorite for decades. It underscores God deeply wants relationship with you, rich, intimate friendship. Why seek the face? Well, when you are in safe company, a treasured relationship, you easily, unashamedly, confidently look into that person's face. That's how to approach God. After you've confessed wrongs, repented, and made your heart right with God through the blood of Jesus, remember, He's still God. And then the fifth phrase, remember the wonders He has done, His miracles, and the judgments He has pronounced. And this is part of His Godness that clues you in to His power as you reflect on who God is and how He unthinkably offers friendship to you, remember His miracles, amazing things God has done through all history. Then remember His judgments that He has pronounced. A person survives the holiness of God because of His mercy and grace culminating at the cross of Christ. So remember both His miracles and His judgments. All right. So we have explored the verse, the one that I told you was kind of a favorite of mine for years, from Psalms 105, verses 3 through 5. Powerful, powerful verses. But I'd like to talk more about friend pointers. There's another scripture that gives essential guidance to be a friend back to God. Psalm 25, verse 14 says this, The friendship of God is is for those who fear Him. And Proverbs 9 verse 10 announces, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. These two verses bring into proper perspective our amazing opportunity to be a friend back to God. He is still God. That requires a kind of sculpted approach back to Him. The fact that He has honored you to be His child is outdone only by His unfathomable offer of friendship. But He is still God. And that means it is you and me who must change, carve away, revamp, alter, and rethink how we live and respond back to Him. So the sculpting approach to God takes place in this. First, to be a friend back to God means to fear Him. Properly defined, the fear of the Lord is a very positive and safe choice. 
I again refer you to Accomplish Your Purpose, Helpful Steps. Great episode, which gives an in-depth and accurate look at the term, the fear of the Lord. It's really a precious gift from God to you. Look at Psalms 25, verse 14, which is a verse we already talked about. And then the second thing is, if you want a successful life and to function with wisdom, it all starts by responding back to God in the fear of the Lord. From Proverbs 9, verse 10, which is also a verse we've already explored together. So what do we do with all this content? How does all this material make a difference in our friendship back to God and our friendship with other people? Let's look at some application thoughts and questions. Number one, how badly do you want God's friendship? Number two, are you committed to serve Him and love Him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength? Mark 12, verse 30, and Luke 10, verse 27. Three, what should you change to be a friend back to God? Four, is your love for God divided? What affections, pleasures, and priorities do you need to lose to put God central in your life? 5. Are you joyfully living in the fear of the Lord, or does that idea push you away from Him? Number 6. As you relate to God in friendship and as His child, do you always do so in the context that He is still God. I strongly encourage you to listen to Accomplish Your Purpose for rich concepts and practical action steps. And I again invite you to visit our website for devotional materials, for articles, podcasts, and resources to help grow your faith in God. Pursue noble character and an alive and active life. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org, your web-based home for resources, including books and e-books, libraries of articles, podcasts, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list and subscribe to our podcast to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.